This is the 60-Minute Time Limit Pro Wrestling Podcast with Tommy. Hang on to your butts. We might go the full uh, 60 minutes here. Taco. I want some fucking beer cans. I want a bong. I want some bowls. (laughs) I want just fucking a line of weed on the fucking table. I want chips on the table. And Joe. Weird question. Is Jinder Mahal a cruiserweight? (laughs) Hey, look at that. We're back on the podcasting airwaves or uh, the internet, I guess. Uh, This is the 60-Minute Time Limit Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Tommy Stryker. Over there is Taco and Joe back in studio once Whoa. again. No fucking chips on the table. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It has been. It's been way too long, gentlemen, since we've uh, been in this studio recording a it's, podcast. It's been, it's been a minute. But I mean, we we recorded what three, four episodes technically with the pilot. Uh, yeah, the pilot <laughs> uh, early on. Uh, or when the our last little run there in the spring, <laughs> and then the summer's been busy, especially for me. Uh, and like we said, we're going to keep this thing casual. So this is kind of what we're going to get. Is uh, <laughs> if it's not every week, it's going to be every once in a while. So whatever. Yeah, it, uh, we'll go on runs. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm sure we'll 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 hit we'll have a run where we, where we do six months in a row, and then we'll go another six months without doing. We're going to Orange Cassidy this shit. It's, we'll release it. When it comes out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, but the nice thing is, is that we limit this thing to only an hour. So if, uh, if, uh, if you got a bunch of other podcasts on your playlist, I could listen to that theme song for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll work on that edit, uh, for next time, making it an hour. We could just keep it going in the background. But, uh, in order to officially get the time limit going, we got to have Red Shoes ring the bell. Why didn't I hear the the bell ring? What the hell just happened? Uh, ding. <laughs> and it's not playing either, so let's let's try this. There it goes. <laughs> so that was weird. We got like a weird double tap second half of it there. But anyway, so the the time limit is officially uh, underway. Like I said, it's been a while since we've talked. Uh, what the hell's been going on? It's it's uh, it's madness out here. What are you guys watching for wrestling now? I mean, I'm. Been kind of if in between. I've been trying to watch all the free AEW shows because they've been doing that every once in a while, and then pretty much just sticking to NXT and then random stuff I find on the internet. Right on, right on. Taco, what are what are, what wrestling are you watching? I know, I'm getting pumped at um, Evolution on ten twenty eight. Okay, look. So Taco's going with the. We have a whiteboard in the studio that I haven't updated since October. That has upcoming. It's supposed oh, yeah, to have Crown Jewel. That's coming up. It's supposed to have upcoming event. I think you did this joke six months ago on the podcast. <laughs> I know too. I did. So, <laughs> so, but no. But what? Uh, what do you? What, what are you? Watching? What are you into these days, Taco? Um, I know. Been... You, I know you're a busy man. You've got two jobs now. Another <laughs> reason why we haven't done this podcast busy. in forever. Dude, he's got kids. He's got one. <laughs> he has no kids. I hope not. Uh, no, I've just been uh, kind of watching everything, a little bit of uh, the indie shit on uh, those streaming apps. Uh, still got the Ring of Honor going, still up with uh, the WWE. I just feel like I'm, uh, it, I dabble in with the G1 that's been going on. Right on. I, God, just... did I drop Ring of Honor hard. I was going <laughs> to say, I Ring of Honor fell way off my radar, but I know you still got the Honor Club and all that. I do, I do. So that's kind of like, um, I wish more promotions would give me the year up front uh, uh option because it's just it i don't have to think about it especially during tax return season it's like yeah <laughs> fucking take my money like easy cool in out done well but, what's what's going on with with ring of honor it sounds i mean taven's I would, taven's the champ which 
to everybody else was cold. I know back when we were doing the podcast all the time, we were kind of into the Taven story, but I can kind of see how Taven is kind of cold as champ too. I really wish you to ask me because I'm like a month behind on all <laughs> wrestling. Like I just fucking caught the the Keith Lee and uh, um, Punishment Martinez match, which is Damian, Damian Priest, Priest. Well, Damian that, Priest match. That like, was only a week ago. That was you're, a week ago. You're, but ahead, like, you're ahead of me on NXT. I'm like behind by two weeks. I had weeks. to watch three other NXTs before that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I think I'm two or three weeks behind on NXT. Got to catch up. It's worth it. I'm but wearing I've my. I've been kind of like kinking everything up like a hose. Like NXT UK, <laughs> fucking just pound out three of them in a night because yeah. I'm up until like three in the morning now with my my schedule. So it's sure. like I can kind of just do things in chunks. So Ring of Honor. It's in the rotation, but you're you're trying to kind of keep up on the TV and all that shit. Oh yeah, exactly. So it's yeah, just, I um, fell. I just of that. I just completely remembered. I did watch night one of uh, New Japan because Access has yeah, been playing it. That was pretty awesome. Well, and Access every Saturday is doing like a two hour of of whatever the block is that day. It's mostly mostly A block matches, I think. A block. But I've been I've been keeping up on uh, on New Japan. A block. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've been keeping. <laughs> I've been keeping up on on World uh, for most of my New Japan stuff. What were we talking about? Ring of Honor. Uh, but I, anyway, <laughs> we, were, we were talking about Taven, kind of. Taven, know. yeah, he he seems cold. I feel like I mean, was... Marty Skrull's got his thing that you know he's searching for group members yeah, for what, his little club. I but can't he, even remember. He what it's feels called. like lame duck too because it just kind of feels inevitable that when his contract up, he's probably going to AEW kind of a thing. I like it because I feel like it's the shit that we were gonna get before he joined Bullet Club. So it's kind of like the Marty Scroll Scroll like uh what I kind of like became made me a fan of him was that that not him singing the boy band shit with the Bullet Club. Like I love <laughs> it. It's such fun, you know, goofy shit, but now nah, there's such there's a certain like uh, uh darkness to him, almost a that spookiness to him and it was just like it, it, it was awesome. He would just come out, do these nasty moves and Bullet Club happened. I was like, ah, I just want to fucking hug him and party with him. Like, it's fun. Marty <laughs> he was more like, of legit. a fun-loving baby so face I, I, in Bullet Club. I love that Club, we're getting yeah. the, the, the grody fucking PCO and fucking Brody yeah. King going on. Like, just that that that, that villain club. Villain Enterprise. Villain we there finally we go. fucking got it. And, and fucking, it's it's a new side of Flip Gordon, too. You know, we, we, we know he's oh, the yeah. military cat, you know, like, baby face. Easy. Nah, we're seeing a whole new side of him. We finally get to see that darkness. Push him a little that bit. That kind of right? seems like an odd fit for me flip gordon in the villain group that's why i like it, it is it, it working it, it's um like i said i'm months behind dude yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know it just i got maybe first week of him like going in about last time i watched it and i just i i'm looking forward to it it's something exciting to me because we can keep going down the same road of him doing flips and shit and being you know i serve this country look at me i'm mr america or we got the fucking twist and him trying to be the you know a new villain, uh, push his boundaries, try something new, and I, I, I like that he's reaching for the stars. So fucking pitter patter, get at her. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like the, the letter Kenny reference there. <laughs> I've only seen a couple episodes, but I'm into it. So uh, uh, yeah, I'll get there someday. Uh, with uh, okay, back to the Taven thing for a second. If not Taven, who Jay Lethal's feels kind of played out at this point. They tried Dalton Castle. Uh, I mean, you could make your arguments for Marty Skrull. I think that was kind of what people were... Wasn't he in the match at Madison Square Garden? It was like... Uh, or what? I forget now. God, that was so long. Yeah, that, I mean, we're talking like... We're talking long that was, over is, here. That was, that was where Taven won it, right? No, my ring broke. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> Things Talk- lasted a long time. Yeah. We, we, have, we should explain that. It's a world champion, <laughs> WCW championship ring. It's fucking plastic. And since day one of us podcasting, it's been on my finger and it finally broke. This podcast is over. We're gonna, we're, yeah, we're done. It's okay. We got some it's gorilla done. tape out in the camper. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get on top of that. Uh, so, but yeah, Ring of Honor, Marty Skrull, who else? Who else is there? You got, I mean, that's got, the problem. Yeah, yeah. They're, Everybody's they're, either left, they don't have a lot of incoming talent. I mean, there's not much they can do. Yeah, for me, part of the turnoff is kind of some of the Bully Ray influence that feels like is permeating a lot of Ring of Honor, too. But again, I don't want to get too negative here. There's way too much to talk about, and we've only got an hour here, but I don't know. Any thoughts on that or. I just wish Bully Ray would shut his mouth. I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> I mean, he's awesome. Hey, I get it, but Joe, shut up and be a fan. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, stuff like that. Okay, well, <laughs> NXT. Then uh, I'm a couple weeks behind, but I'm still trying to keep up with uh, with NXT for the most part. Um, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm digging the uh, this the the tournament thing that they got going on for all the all the newcomers, the, the all, all the all the the latest indie names that they brought in and changed everybody's name. I got my I got my Swerve shirt on. My uh, they, let, they let him Isaiah keep Swerve. Scott. At least they let him keep Swerve. Right, Isaiah Scott. But that's that's one of the easier ones. Like, no, dude, I only know because I was trying to think for that fucking name for 24 hours. I had Isaiah Swerve. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least he's still got the, the, the Swerve. Uh, what's his name? Trevor Lee. What's he now? Uh, he's, uh, he's Something Grimes? Yeah, uh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron because he's a, he's, a, he's a North Carolina <laughs> guy, so Cameron makes sense, and trained by the Hardys or something, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's he's in that. Uh, ACH, Miles Jordan, Jordan Miles. Yes, yep, yep. I, I, I liked him in that. I, I, uh, he, again, he's he's doing the, the super goofy smiley stuff that wasn't. That, that I wasn't a huge fan of when he was kind of doing the New Japan stuff in the past, but uh, I don't know. He's, he's got that grill, fucking rocket, rocket. He's still he's still awesome. He's got to stick so. out. I don't know what else is what else NXT wise has got you guys. Honestly, the Candice LeRae Io Shirai story, like the build up they're doing to this, is going to is amazing, and it's going to lead to a really good women's match. Which yeah. spoiler alert: there's going to be two women's matches on the next NXT card. The championship match between. Shayna Baszler and Mia Yim, and then Candice LeRae and Io Shirai, so which I think is a big deal. That's the next takeover, or you're yeah, just oh, that okay. is yeah, the next takeover. takeover. Spoiler alert: they're yeah. just setting those matches in. But like that story and the Mia Yim and Shayna Baszler story, they've really built those up really well. Like I'm, yeah. r- I'm shocked this Mia Yim thing. Like it came out of nowhere for me. I knew she was a good wrestler from the the bits I had seen, but like she's holding her own with Shayna Baszler, and even with the like shitty side tactics that Shayna uses in the tag team like Mia Yim has overcome it but it could lead just to a loss at what is it it, NXT Portland I think it is Uh, Toronto Toronto Toronto, same thing (laughs) (laughs) they're in Canada (laughs) Uh, but yeah the that that build up man like they're gonna get some good matches out of those ladies. Yeah, man, I've really been into Baszler the whole time, and yeah, oh, the yeah. way they've built up Mia with uh, going over with the, the, the little battle with uh, her and uh, Bianca Belair was was awesome. So yeah, they've done a, a yeah. I want to know what made Bianca slide so hard right now. Like, I mean, I didn't think her matches were like 
you see in any green or anything like that, especially her championship match. That she again, she held her own. So like, I just feel like she slid down because she's losing to Mia Yim and stuff like that. I think it's that they're telling a long term story with uh, with uh, 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 Shayna. Uh, they want to keep her. St- like I think they're building. <laughs> We're building up uh, uh, Mia Yim to ultimately put Shayna Baszler over. And so maybe someone like a Bianca Belair, someone they can rebuild up because they got they uh, Baszler's been on this this really long title run, so whoever mm-hmm. eventually beats her should be that should be a, a big thing. So build mm-hmm. somebody up big uh, uh, along the way. Perhaps you're, you know, you got Io Shirai and and Candice LeRae, you could build up Candice next if if she goes and and beats Io here. Then again, and you've because you've already done Io and and uh, and Shayna. So I mean, hell, in a steel cage. Yeah, right. Great match too. Yeah, yeah. God, that was a lot. That was awesome. And in in stark contrast, at the time to the other WWE cage match that had like a lame finish. I forget what it was now because this was. It seems like eons ago at this point. But oh, don't ask me. Like I've been time. WWE free <laughs> for a good. Two months, pretty much like right before we last recorded. I've been WWE free like Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live. I've stuck pretty much to NXT, NXT UK, and then 205 Live here and there. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. I haven't had any time or interest really in Raw or SmackDown. I did, did, did I watch? I don't think I watched any of the last pay per view. No, I didn't because um, it's G1 season. I've been <laughs> trying to. I've been keeping up on my G1. We'll get to G1. We're, we're going to talk New Japan. We're going to talk so much climax because because uh, <laughs> well because I mean for me I don't know where you are here it is <laughs> <laughs> well because for me like I I started off the show asking you guys what you guys are watching for me it's been all New Japan it's been the spring and summer of the fucking best of Super Juniors you slide in some AEW stuff and then right into the G1 climax all that stuff has been pre- pretty much taking up all of my free time because For I haven't sure. had any I've been working 12 hour days oh, and yeah. so by the time you know you get some G1 or some uh, whatever New Japan's doing in you don't have much time for anything else so that's been my summer so far and I'm into it man and right now really excited for uh for AEW and I don't want to talk a lot of oh, AEW yeah. here too uh but right now like I, I had high expectations for those early uh AEW shows like the first you know double or nothing or whatever and the and the the, the, the two other shows that have come since then uh but uh, and it's not that I was disappointed in those shows it's it's just that still new japan kind of has stayed on top for me just i just overall love their presentation a little bit you know it just seems so pure or whatever i don't know well and you factor in i mean that whole video game like show that they did like they were appeasing the people that were there that was a show for the people that were there yeah you could watch it and like a lot of us did enjoy it but there were so many people that are not getting the video game references and stuff like that in the show being used they don't understand so they're shitting all over that show i know that what was it the ceo show especially that match with the the owner of ceo actually getting into a yeah jabaley but like (laughs) fighter fest but i'm kind of with you i get what you're saying like I was expecting more, but like I'm getting like you know just normal vibes. You know, I'm just I'm I'm middle of the road. It's not that it's impressive, well, but it's not that it's terrible. Everyone keeps putting AEW at this WWE level, and to me, they're at this Ring of Honor NXT level. 
Like I, I, through that is what will get them to that WWE level. But we can I I have not personally put them at that high pedestal of like oh they're gonna be the fucking groundbreaker. <laughs> no, I think they're gonna be good competitions. They're gonna stir shit up. You know, it's gonna be a big battle between to me NXT, Ring of Honor. Even NWA, you know, Impact, I think they're going to be at that level. I think they're going to be the first ones to break out of that group, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I I mean, week one that they're on TNT, they've ultimately Mm -hmm. surpassed whatever Ring of Honor has ever tried to do. They've never been on a national scale that big. No, but they've always been a stepping stone company. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) And And that's what Ring of Honor has always been to me. I don't mean it in a negative way. No, yeah. It's just it's that first big, like, like... Break ground, you know, and and luckily there's even you know more of those companies out there now. Yeah, but yeah. I just again like Ring of Honor. It's hard for me to dog on it because I've never put it at a high pedestal. Like, yeah, it's fucking to me the Liver Aid commercials and the, the late <laughs> night wrestling that I want. That's where Ring of Honor's <laughs> always been to me, and that's what it always will be to me. Yeah, and with with AEW, I feel like what they're doing is really smart because they are keeping it an American style promotion. Like the big, the dork and me wanted. Oh, I want them to do what New Japan does, but do it in the United States and do it live on TV and <laughs> da da da. Do that style, and that's not what they're doing, and that's smart because American fans are going to expect uh, some style uh, of American wrestling. So for them, and really, I think I even said this on the one of the earlier podcasts, all they have to do is keep it simple, keep it straightforward, and have great wrestling matches. Just don't treat your audience like they're fucking morons. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. Because <laughs> WWE, and again, I'm not going to, I don't want to They go- have a fucking guy that looks like a fucking child riding a dinosaur human, like. It's fucking stupid as shit, but I love it. That's what I want. That's why I love wrestling is for that stupid shit. That's why we need it. <laughs> it's just don't treat me like I'm dumb. Yeah, it's just like don't treat me like I'm dumb because I'm watching it. Like, and I, I, I don't know. It's just that's what I want in a wrestling group is just let, let's separate. You know, like anytime anybody brings up the fact like, oh, fucking a real fight. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like it, <laughs> UFC is not even a real fight to me. Those are trained athletes. Those are trained fucking killers. Like it's, <laughs> a real fight is you know, world star people tripping on each other kind of stuff. I like, wanted to punch you the, right there right now so bad. Just real fight. <laughs> fucking boom right there. Cover a Pantera, vulgar display of power. Like just <laughs> random punch. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent. No, that, and that's fine. <laughs> that's so, what we're here for. But I, I'm I'm very excited for to see what this thing looks like once it's up on. I'm just excited TV. to turn on TNT yeah. and have wrestling. Like again, Taco didn't experience it like us, but like I was a WCW boy. <laughs> I watched TNT like my whole like my whole childhood growing up, and then I made the switch, obviously. But. It's just I have literally to turn on TNT, even though I don't got a cable box anymore to change <laughs> things on, but to, be, to select TNT and be like, I'm about to watch wrestling. It's going to feel amazing to me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And just to see how they present it. Are there going to be squash matches? Or, are there? But uh, uh, What kind of stories are they going to tell throughout the show with your undercard, your mid-card, your women, and your main event stuff? You know, are they Well, gonna- they just announced <clears throat> that the first women's champion is going to be announced. Uh, the first show, so I'm guessing they're going to have some kind of women's match for the championship. I'll be either, it to e- someone. Either that or, or... Yeah, here you go, you're women's <laughs> champ. Yeah, that'll get over big. <laughs> I, I, I heard something that they're going to unveil the, the, the women's title possibly at All Out, um, so uh, that's a, a possibility. And maybe we'll learn more, but I heard that they're going to start the tag team title, or yeah, the tag team tournament thing on the first episode of TV. 
Um, well, they're trying to. They've got two hours. Or that know? might be an all out as well. I'm not sure, but they've been talking about this. They just uh, tag what team the, what, title. Tournament. What was it? The triple threat. It's going to be Young Bucks and uh, somebody versus Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. Yeah, Young Bucks and Omega. The yeah, the original elite. The elite. So be elite. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a slow start though, because we. It, and it needs to, it should be. Exactly. It's it, They got so many tiles, they got so many characters, they got so many feuds, just, you know, they, got, gotta, they even got Reed to do some, stuff. like, the Omega and Bucks to everyone, you know, they got Cody facing, I don't want to say no namers, but, you know, people that, you know, uh, are, people are making names for themselves right now, now's the time, step up. That's what's really going to be interesting, too, because you do have the, the names that are known, your Jerichos, your Cody Rhodes, your, your Kenny Omega, who's going to be getting... You know, national TV exposure for the first time in his career. Same thing with the Young Bucks. I mean, they've been on Ring of Honor, but I mean, TNT is so much bigger in scale uh, as far as exposure goes. Name another show on TNT right now. (laughs) The NBA. (laughs) 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 But I mean, that's it. That's that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing is they 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 should have mainstream sports on there. Uh, But you're right. It's it's not like TNT is not as hot as it used to be. So it's just it's well, it's 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 a fresh start for the company, like both companies. All that's that's why I'm excited for it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. TNT, it's you know, it's getting them back on track. It's getting you know A and D AEW on track. It's getting all these these Marco stunts on you know like. it's just everything's looking positive, which is, you know, super dope. It's just driving me nuts that people are putting, like, it's the WWE killer. It's not even a New Japan killer, man. Like, <laughs> New Japan's so much further along than this will ever be right now. Like, they they, they got some things to grind out, and that's going to be the fun part. That's going to be yeah. the fun thing to watch. It's <laughs> going to be fun to watch the journey, like I was just going to say a, a minute ago. It's going to be interesting to see... Uh, how they build up stars on on the TV? Exactly. The un- I guess that's what I'm trying to say. The yes. unknown young guys like like the MJF and and who Cody's going to be wrestling on the first night of TV. Uh, uh, Sammy Guevara. That's there you go. So you know they've got all this young talent. Whereas WWE, they're locking everybody up, but it's a lot older talent. You know they you know re-signed Anderson and Gallows. You know AJ Styles is re-signed and he's in his his late thirties. So AEW's got some older talent on top. Like your, uh, I mean the young bucks aren't aren't older, but they're they're in their. Uh, uh, Nick Jackson just turned thirty. So and that's prime. That's your prime basically for for pro wrestling is you know twenty eight to thirty two or whatever. Uh, uh, but but Kenny Omega he's in his he's in he's like thirty seven something like that and Cody I think is, is his mid thirty three ish so mm-hmm. he's got some years left on him too but I think they're cognizant and thinking about okay what's the next generation look like what uh, how can we build up the younger guys whereas WWE's got the NXT thing going but on the main roster it's like there's not a ton of young talent I mean you got your ricochets and 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 a few guys here and there but it's, it doesn't feel like they're building up. You know, it's kind of this next generation right now. So, and it kind of feels like AEW is doing that. You kind of touched on New Japan and, and people talking about that AEW is going to kill WWE. If anything's going to kill WWE right now, it's WWE. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Vince McMahon. It is. It really is. Because you, th- you think about it with this big Fox deal right around the corner, people are already talking about how long is it going to be until SmackDown is relegated to FS1 or something because it's not getting you know good enough ratings on Friday nights on Fox. You know, People are already uh, speculating about that. Y'all are that. tripping. It's fucking summer. Ratings are down all across the fucking board. Well, and, and, that, <laughs> and well, that's the thing. That, that, it's always slow post-mania season. August is when shit starts picking up. That's when the new TV shows start. Ooh, new season. Season of this, new season of that is throughout this time of year, August, September ish. 
Right. This yeah. is when things need to really start shining. <laughs> well, it, you're right, and it, it's also if you look at yes, numbers overall are down, but like Raw is still like the number one cable show on Monday or, or whatever. You're getting fucking AJ Styles and Ricochet on WWE product. You're getting fucking Samoa Joe and Kofi going at it. Like it, there's killer shit going on there. It's just it's so easy to crap on the WWE because it's a true story. They're the McDonald's. Like yep. there's so much fucking gold. It's just wrestling is so fucking gold right now. It's just they're WWE is always gonna get shit on because they are the number one product no matter what yeah and i got no room <laughs> to talk shit about it because i haven't watched it regularly in months <laughs> either so uh but i but i was just saying i just wanted to get the point in there if anything's bringing down wwe it's wwe shooting themselves in the foot and and honestly if it ever even got close to that point i'm sure there would be some big come to jesus meeting where they you know ultimately fig got it figured out uh you'd so. hope yeah, one would one would help. Your your headphones okay there, Todd? Yeah, I just had an itch. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's talk uh, the the AEW. Well, let's let's uh, kind of backtrack and I kind of want to talk about uh, what if AEW and AEW root beer teamed up? Hey, that'd be a great sponsorship, right? Yeah, it would. Speaking of, uh, 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 like, uh, fuck that barks all the way. I, I'm a. I, it's got bite, bitch. I, I'm someone that <laughs> I, I'm someone that is excited to support. AEW and like I'm going to Chicago I'm going to All Out which that's a fun little mm. story we could squeeze in here as well but like I'm kind of excited to see what they get for sponsors like like uh, like WWE I, I, get, I shouldn't even talk about WWE because like I said I haven't been watching and I don't know what kind of ads they've been running but like if there's an official beer sponsor for AEW even if it's for something I don't like I might just go buy a case of it anyway <laughs> just you know just because I want to show some, uh, some support I do got to get my hands on on some AEW official merch yet. I haven't uh I haven't delved into like an official AEW t-shirt or anything yet, but uh I'm excited sure. to uh to 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 do some of that and uh especially when I'm in Chicago uh for all out and going to Starcast and stuff like that. That'll, that'll be kind of the time to you know dive in head first into all of that. Yeah, you'll have plenty of opportunity. I like to buy Smashing Pumpkin shirts to support NWA. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's uh, what? What are some of the things that have kind of stuck out for you guys? Uh, AEW eyes. Did you did you watch the shows? Did you see any of the? Did you did you order the pay per views or? I didn't order any pay per views. I watched the free shows. Like I said, I really enjoyed the CEO gaming show. Like yeah. it, it was just tons of fun. And like I said, I I didn't even get all of the video game references and I'm still just enjoying it. Watching them dressed up as fucking Street Fighter characters. He was <laughs> Kenny Omega as Akuma. It was fucking crazy. Like again, they were entertaining the crowd that was there. They were entertaining the video game nerds, trying to get a young, you know, view viewing on the show. Exactly. And like if you're combining these video games again, you're gonna get video game sponsors, let alone you're gonna get these people just rotating back and forth. Video games, wrestling, video games, wrestling. Trying to grab like, a new audience. Any too. Kind of, uh, grabbing any audience, and that's what I like about AEW. They're going for everybody. They don't care. They're just like you. You're old. We got a couple people with names you might recognize. You're young. We've got all these young guys in this new style of wrestling, and we're not going to baby it around. You know. Again, I'm not supporting headshots, but you know, a rough match here or there is not a bad thing. Let's have some fun. You know, like I was even thinking about it earlier today. War Machine versus Shane Strickland and Keith Lee, just fucking monsters beating the <laughs> shit out of each other. Like that's I want those battles. I want those monster battles between anybody so like 
I can't wait for the weekly show, honestly. Like, I'm really excited for the weekly show to start for me to, like, have something besides, like, NXT. Or, and you can you know, sink your teeth into it exactly, every week. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, again, like, two hours. Again, like, a little more digestible. Like, Absolutely. Hours, an hour is too short for NXT in my mind. Uh, three hours is way too long for Raw. Like, that two-hour mark, I, I like it. Let's... I hope they stick to that, and if they do anything, you know, add, like, you know, a second show, you know. Absolutely. A second smaller show. Hold on, hold on. Second show, we're going to go this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, keep it two hours, keep it, uh, and keep it tight. Uh, yep. Show us, build up to main events every week, you know, that are that are good matches, uh, and, uh, yeah, present it. Give us that sports-like presentation that we want to sink our teeth into, but don't stop being American Pro Wrestling. You can still have Luchasaurus and and Jungle Boy come out and still talk about their statistics in their in their tag team tournament. You know that's that's what makes it fun. It's like it's it's a farce, but like there's a, a level of seriousness to it that's like uh, you know the announcers and everybody the the uh, not the, uh, the the quote unquote authority just because I hate that term at this point. But you know what I'm saying? There's there's like there's a there's a there's a, a gravity to what the promotion is. There's um, there's not just this farcicalness that and everything. Every other matches, no disqualification, anything goes. So, uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Lucha Underground. Right, right, exactly. So, this match, oh. anything goes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I want that gravity there, and I'm hoping that we're gonna get it. Like, I love how, and on the last show, uh, they were the announcers started talking about the championship committee. So it's like, even though like. Cody and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, these guys are executives, but now we have this mythical championship committee that's basically in charge. It's a mythical authority figure that's not going to come out on stage with a microphone and demean everybody and, 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 be, and be that bullshit stuff that we've that's been beaten no to death. Company Bring back no the laptop. <laughs> bring back the laptop. <laughs> no, no, no. Do not bring back. Bring back the talking laptop. The laptop. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about this uh, the 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 AEW and New Japan kind of uh, where's this going? Are we getting a relationship here? Do you want to see a relationship between these two? To me, it's looking like it's looking like New Japan's like, hey, Ring of Honor, uh, peace. We're just gonna run your buildings now without you <laughs> and sell them out. So uh, I don't know. I'm guessing in my mind, I think Ring of Honor just got too greedy. I'm thinking they were trying to, if they were going to do anything with AEW, they just wanted too much of the pie and too much control, probably. So they left them behind because I think they were signed, thinking of even signing Nick and uh, Matt. Uh, Matt Jackson. I think we're even thinking about signing, but when they got the offer, they're just like, no, I, we can well, do more Well, I mean, more I'm sure this. Ring of Honor would have loved to re-sign Cody, the Bucks, all of those guys, Hangman Page. But, I mean, at the end of the day, when it's Tony Khan or WWE, and Tony Khan is saying, not only do you get a good contract, but... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go, we're gonna basically try to be an alternative to WWE and oh by the way you're an executive <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know go ahead and you want to change the world here's the keys to the car mm -hmm. uh, so you know that's hard to uh, it's a hard offer to to turn down but let's talk about uh, the possibility of New Japan working with uh, working working with AEW and maybe we'll kind of slide in to some G1 talk as we kind of. <laughs> Uh, as, mosey this, along, as this yeah. thing kind of moseys along, we'll get into it. But 
it, it kind of feels like we're starting to see the seeds that have, are, are being planted or whatever. And I'm not saying that they're con- they've been conspiring since the beginning to, to end up working together. It, it seems like there was genuinely like, oh, like on New Japan's part, like we want we want to keep Kenny and the Bucks and all these guys. Oh, but we're going to go start our own company. And New Japan was like, well, we're going to stay with Ring of Honor. <laughs> but <laughs> then they had, and of course they were going to, to a certain extent because they had the Madison Square Garden thing already booked. Yeah, uh, so of course they were going to do that. But then they had the Madison Square Garden show. Some of the Ring of Honor stuff was the, the most disappointing part of the Madison Square Garden show. Uh, and so, and here, and now you got New Japan, like I said, running Ring of Honor buildings. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> running the uh, the uh, halfway through here, uh, running the Ring of Honor buildings on the East Coast, Lowell, Massachusetts, the Hammerstein Ballroom, and the twenty three hundred. They all they're all basically sold out. Uh, I think uh, the Massachusetts still only has a couple hundred tickets left or whatever. Jeez. Uh, but I mean, other than that, they're selling out Ring of Honor's buildings without Ring of Honor. And uh, <laughs> wrestling's hot right now. Well, wrestling's hot, but Ring of Honor's not, and Ring of Honor. Being on that down slope, does does New Japan? Here's what I think. <clears throat> I think it is in New Japan's best interest, as well as AEW's best interest, to be for, for both of these companies to work together because New Japan in the United States is just not going to be able to get to that G1 crowd is weak. The G right, right, exactly. Weak as fuck. <laughs> it, well, here's here's the thing: is it it was like five thousand, six thousand people, but they were in a giant like basketball arena that holds like eighteen thousand or some Don't shit do like that. that. That's embarrassing. So it, 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 they had a good crowd. It was just in a giant building. Uh, but you're right; it looked <laughs> awful. Uh, so I think it's 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 to both companies' benefits because. New Japan is going to be able to expand its audience being on uh, uh, being a part of something that's on a national weekly TV show on TNT, right? Whereas it's right now it's on access, it's not as in as many homes, it's kind of this other niche thing mm. where TNT and AEW is going to attempt to a- appeal to a- a- an American mainstream pro wrestling audience. And, and not only that, they're all, they're already actively trying to gain more younger follow or, or fans. Basically, the the fans that WWE isn't really trying to go after right now because th- their product is only the people that are watching WWE are the people that have been watching WWE forever. They're not really getting that younger fan base, that teenage fan base. It's all the older demographics. Whereas AEW, I think, with like the video game thing and everything else that they're that they're doing the YouTube stuff. You got so many WWE guys doing this video game shit for a long time. Look at Xavier Woods. Look at Cesaro. True story. AJ Styles. These guys have been pumping this shit, going to these events for so long. Like the kids are still there, man. I think. Well, I think they are to a degree. But then when a kid turns on WWE, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't. It's, it's just it's not a cool show, and I, I'm not a cool guy. But that's not a cool show either. Yeah, it's pretty whack. <laughs> it's never been a cool show. It's never <laughs> been a cool show. It's it's just the thing to get those one-liners to quote with your friends and act stupid and <laughs> hold up the championship and, you know, ooh, 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 look how fun it is to do a Titus O'Neil, you know, chant. Like, it's just <laughs> all the WWE has ever been to me. Like, y'all take it so serious. It's hilarious. <laughs> 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 it's- 
It really does fascinate me. I, w- I was talking about this the other day with a couple of people that like I- it was fun being on the the forums back in the day of like fucking the Batista and Cena era. You know the fresh babyface Randy Orton. Like oh god, it was terrible back then. It was some of the worst fucking product WWE. I think it's worse than <laughs> what they're doing right now. As a as a longtime WWE fan, I feel like that Spike TV Raw era was just dog <laughs> shit. It was some of the worst fucking TV I've ever seen. It was like even got me stopping watching a little bit. Like, uh fucking, I'm in and out. That was kind of the dark days of, uh, <laughs> of but, WWE. It was rough. But people are all over it. And, oh my god, you fucking remember this? You remember, oh fucking, those were great times. No, they weren't. Like, people hated them. They hated the video <laughs> games back then. They hated everything. So it, it just amazes me, like, reading and seeing the shit that goes on right now. It's like, yeah, fucking, this is the cycle, man. Like, it's just, this is what happens when you have Starburst and Kit Kat and fucking Snickers and all these high-end fucking companies putting their fingers in your product to keep it a PG product. You know, it's I, I'm looking forward to this Fox deal. I, I feel like they are loosening up a little bit. The, the WWE crew on TV looks a little bit more happier. Like, things are just kind of, weight is off their shoulders a little bit more, like... Just fucking how stupid it is. Roman Reigns this past week had uh, some shit pushed onto him. <clears throat> fucking, it just felt like wrestling. That the you know anything can happen in pro wrestling. I I, I love it. I'm for this shit. Bring yeah, it actually, all to me. I, I don't understand. Like minus the fact that they showed a camera from inside of the things, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, I didn't mind this whole Roman Reigns thing that I saw. Like the shit falling on him. Just like yeah, dude, somebody's after his ass. That's what, what I want. I want that. <laughs> Somebody should be after him. Fuck Roman Reigns. <laughs> I just, I just want someone. I, I, I just want people to take their character, whatever they can do, and just be able to crank it to a fucking eleven. Like Orange Cassidy is such a good example. The dude just literally does nothing in the fucking ring, and he's so over. It's so entertaining. It's just so fun to watch this dude. It's just, I don't care how. What up? Nothing. <laughs> oh, I see. But, Joe, uh, Joe was just giving the Orange Cassidy <laughs> loose fist whack to the shoulder. As I thought a, about going for a kick, but that's no. a lot of work. Uh, I, I was like, "Is there a spider on me?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's just like it's. I don't care what your fucking skill level is or who you are. What what are you bringing to the ring, and how can you get that over? Like, enter fucking tain us. That's what it comes down to. In the long true run. story. True story. Like, if I want to watch a mat-based wrestling, I'm going to go watch jujitsu. Like, it to me, it is boring shit. It really is. But I love, I love these tech, you know, the, 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 the um, transitions from, you know, uh, how, like, a Matt Riddle can bring him to the ring or a Zack Sabre Jr. or the shit that he brings to the ring. I, I love watching that shit. But to your American audience, that's going to be boring as fuck. Can you imagine those two going at it just on the ground? Yeah, <laughs> American fans are not going to feel that at all. And it could be a five-star it. banger. i think i think it it depends on how you educate your audience but you're right you can't just jump in right off the bat and do uh something like that necessarily but uh it is what it is but uh, getting back to new japan and aew i think the i think the, the 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 way that new japan is booking moxley in this in this g1 tournament so far and again this we're recording this on august 1st we have not seen or i haven't seen most of the uh August 1st G1 matches. Other than that, I'm caught up. But uh, but just back to the Moxley thing I was talking about. With New Japan building up Moxley, uh, giving him a bunch of wins, and... Fucking giving him shooter, man! <laughs> fucking, fucking go, shooter! Love the shooter shit, yes. <laughs> uh, 
but I, I think there's a chance that uh, that this could be the start of a beautiful friendship between AEW and uh, and New Japan, and I think it would be good for both companies. Like if New Japan can be the big the big player, the big shooter in Japan, and AEW be the big player, the big shooter in the United States. Again, I think it's going to turn more people on to watching New Japan World or whatever. And the same thing with uh, with uh, uh, Japanese fans uh, uh, and. and other international fans being turned on to AEW. Dude, you just got my mouth watering. I'm just thinking about Naito taking his suit off slowly in front of Pentagon, like just being <laughs> a dick to Pentagon. Like he would be the perfect <clears throat> opponent for him. Like, well, and I, yeah, I've been. There's so many matches with with. Well, let's just jump into the the G1 stuff right away here. But uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not right away. I should say. Let's but, do it uh, right now. Let's, let's fucking do it. Climax. <laughs> Where's my other one? I can't find it now. Oh, well. Fuck it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Uh, Climax. Climax. Naito. Like, with Naito, he's only got two fucking wins in this tournament so far. <laughs> I had this guy going all the way and winning the thing, and it looks like he might not even make it to the finals right now. So what about Naito going over? Like, just, just like you said, Naito in AEW. Right now, it looks like it could be Moxley, and uh, who's who was undefeated or whatever, and Okada undefeated. Uh, what if they're in the finals? What if Okada, the current champion, wins this thing and calls out his, his next opponent, which could be and should be Kenny Omega at the Dome again because there's a score to settle and there's history here because, okay, the first Kenny Omega match, uh, Okada won. That was the first one at the Dome that everybody went crazy for, six stars, whatever, seven stars, blah, blah, blah. Then the second match was the one-hour time limit draw. Okada keeps the title. Third match, they go two out of three falls. That's when Kenny Omega won the belt. So now Okada needs some redemption. He Okada needs to get his win back. So there's that story there. So if Okada fucking kills everyone in the G1, goes undefeated, who does he have left to beat? Just one guy. Fucking Kenny Omega. So that's my fantasy booking. <laughs> I wish I'd have made that prediction before the tournament because here's the thing: I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't officially enter my predictions into the Voices of Wrestling prediction thing that I did for the Best of Super Juniors, which I almost won. My Best of Super Juniors picks were so awesome, and I'm going in confident to the G1. I'm like, but then I'm like, fuck, who's gonna win this goddamn thing? <laughs> Is it gonna be Naito? Is it gonna be Abushi? Is it gonna be fucking Okada who's on a roll? What about Tanahashi who won it? last year so my picks have been fucking awful but i'm just loving all of the stories in, in the g1 this year so i don't know what what have you guys seen from the g1 and, and what's kind of kento open some ass yeah, yeah I, I remember the kento match from night one that was a good one god damn he just looks so much happier like even though he's just kicking people the shit out of people, he just looks like a happier person and being he, home. And the, I love the gimmick too that he's just all he's do he's fucking boring. He's just hitting people hard and fucking smacking dudes around and fucking wrapping you up in chin locks and shit and just fucking leaning up. He's just wrestling and being a dick. And fucking New Japan fans are like, nah, this guy go back to Noah. He's boring. And so, <laughs> so he's just fucking he's 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 just soaking it all up. Uh I, lo I love the 
idea. Picking up where Shibata left off. Exactly. And I wanted to to get into that because I've heard other uh, uh, podcasts talk about this. What about a new Shibata faction with like Kenta and Goto who who ran off to the to the L.A. dojo to fucking you know, get back into shape under Shibata? Let's let's shake things up. It's time for some new uh, 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 some new, new factions. factions. Uh, I think that that's a cool idea that I've Freshen heard it up a little bit tossed around a, a, a little bit. Uh, and just something new for Goto. Like, Goto's just kind of been the same dude in chaos. Yeah, I liked the little story where he got into shape and, and did the thing with I'm Shibata. i chaos for sure. Right, right, exactly. So we need to shake some shit up, and I think Goto needs some fucking attitude. I just, want some Ishii in the fucking title picture. I want that fucking belt on him. Yes, yes. <laughs> Although, I don't, I'm not mad at uh, Ishii just being the never champion. No, I'm over it. That's fucking, it's just like, <laughs> really? It's like, yeah, I know you like steak, dude. I know you like that never open belt too fucking let's move on to fucking let's destroy okada please <laughs> yeah i mean he's he's owed a title match he beat okada a couple years ago three years three or four years ago to me this motherfucker is main fucking title pitcher like i'm even bored of tanahashi watches matches love him every fucking time bored of him though i'm not bored of him but i'm bored of him as the champ so uh i don't here's the thing i i'm with you i love ishii i don't think he's ever i don't even i don't think he's ever getting above never status i know man but every time i go into ishii match i'm like fuck yeah and i always yeah. walk out fuck yeah every time i go into a tanahashi <laughs> match i'm like Alright, I end up walking away like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, like, it's always awesome. But I'm always like, I don't want to fucking Tanahashi, okay, I'm watching it. Oh, fuck yeah, hell yeah, like, Tanahashi, man, like, put me wrong every fucking time. No, I, I think I think they're building up two guys to to kind of be main guys with Okada. I think it's Will Ospreay and uh, and Switchblade Jay White. They're the young up and coming guy. Fucking, I love e- what Switchblade's doing. Ishii's like, I think he's like forty something. I know, but, <laughs> but he's, so he's fun. a monster. He is. He is. He could. I, I, I should. I should go back. I think he could get to intercontinental status if they keep that belt. If they don't do the gimmick that Naito was talking about a few months ago, where he wants to be the first guy to hold both. belts. Belts, which it doesn't look like they're doing that according to this G1 because he's got two fucking wins. But there's a, there's, there's a little bit of G1 left to go here. Uh, he could weasel his way in. He could. He could. And they could always do the gimmick because they always have the guy who wins defend the briefcase once or twice along the way. Mm-hmm. They could always switch it up and, and have, have, uh, have somebody lose the briefcase because they've never had the, the briefcase winner actually lose the briefcase. So... Um, but what better way to get over that Nakamura stank thing in the Intercontinental on the main event with the championship? Right, right. Well, and that's the other kind of loose end that's kind of what's going on here with Naito is that he hated the IC championship for so long, but it keeps coming back to him that I guess he's just kind of okay with it now. So <laughs> They made up. They're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like his imaginary friend it keeps coming back. Like, God damn it, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's the uh, fucking? Uh, I'm loving Juice's tournament. Uh, it's it's such a, a stark contrast to last year because last year he won the the U.S. belt like right before the tournament, but then he bo- he broke his hand in the match. Mm-hmm. So oh, every, yeah. he was losing all of his matches, but he had the broken hand thing. And then by the end of the tournament, Cody comes along and beats him in a tag match, and then Cody just fucking takes the belt right right off of him. But I dug Juice's story last year. He was cutting them fucking money promos last he year, was. and then this year he's fucking super serious. Right before the G1, he loses the U.S. title to Moxley, oh. uh, and now he's fucking being super serious. Is he whooping some ass? 
He's whooping ass. It, the, his be, the beginning of his tournament, he was getting all these fucking wins. So it was the opposite of last year. Okay. He racked up some early wins. He beat uh, he beat Yano, of course. He beat Shingo, oh. and he beat Goto. So that that's where he's at win wise. He only lost to Jeff Cobb and Ishii. So oh, okay. makes sense losing to Ishii. Uh, that's one of the matches that I, uh, I was able to get to today was uh, uh, fucking Juice and Naito. It's a good match. Oh, fuck, yeah. Well worth the watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited after we get done here with this uh, this hour time limit, which we're closing in on here very uh, – we're getting there. Uh, but, yeah, I got I to gotta get caught up on my G1 for from uh, from today or, or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I'm loving Juice. Uh the whole speculation, the whole tournament is that uh, when it comes to to the rematch, I think it's on the last night uh, between Juice and uh, Moxley, is that Juice will beat Moxley and uh, and go on to to, uh, to challenge him for the do a rematch for the for U.S. Sure. title. But with the way they're fucking booking Moxley, man, sure. I don't know. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll, here's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. I saw a spoiler today. I think I'm not sure, but it, it was it was regarding today's Moxley and Yano match, and so we Yano, all know, Yano's an upsetter. Y- you never know what can happen with Yano, so I guess we'll see what uh, I've seen that match. So okay, well he's seen it. So I, I like I said, the one thing I can say is when you see John Moxley versus Yano, it's everything you'd expect it to be. Everything you'd expect it say, to Omega be. Omega and fucking Yano were some of my favorite matches in the G ones. <laughs> Right, yeah. Omega always had like some really interesting ideas to do with Yano. It's it's been it's been a lot different from that this year. Like I think all of Yano's matches have been like less than five minutes, which is also exciting because you never know when it's gonna fucking end. Mm-hmm. So it's like right away when he's fucking rolling dudes up, like the opening second of the match is like, oh fuck, is he? Gonna- <laughs> also, I need suggestions from people out there of old Yano matches to watch. Uh, I I was listening to the commentary during his match with Moxley. They're talking about he's a brawler tommy's bringing up that he used to be kind of a deathmatch kind of guy that's I need, what i heard yeah. i need old suggestions of yano yes! <laughs> like any suggestion of an awesome like brawling match with yano i need to watch it please tell me oh, oh yeah <laughs> uh shingo in the g1 uh he's still technically quote unquote a junior so he's had some he's had some losses since taking his first loss at the at the super junior finals or whatever losing to to osprey mm-hmm. but Still having awesome matches, digging him. Uh, speaking of juniors and the junior heavyweight champion, Will Ospreay, this fucking guy. <laughs> my God, what a year this guy has had doing the fucking super juniors, doing the uh, the New Japan Cup, and now right into the G1. Yeah. Not a great win-loss record, but my God, they're telling such a fantastic story, and he's, his matches are so fucking good. God <laughs> damn, I love every Will Ospreay match, I swear. Even the Fall A one, which kind of sucked. It was still like... Well, it, it makes sense or whatever. Uh, so, but uh, uh, but it, it even but it, I was gonna say even with the Fale one, the match sucked, but the finish was so fucking cool with Red Shoes coming down and be like, "No, fuck you, you're disqualified." <laughs> you, know, you know, it was it was so satisfying that part of it. Uh, uh, but I just want to smoke a cigarette afterwards. <laughs> but uh, again, I love Taco. You've talked about it on on past podcast it's the long con yes. with new japan so it's like everybody's so excited because will osprey's in the g1 after being
being so dominant in the junior tournament, but now he's he's facing adversity. He's, he's losing matches. He's only got two wins. He's mathematically eliminated by Zack Sabre Jr., who's having a fun fucking story in this tournament yeah, as well. Yeah, he is. Uh, but so I just love it that that it's it, Will Ospreay's not going to get into the G1 or get into the heavyweight ranks and fucking start dominating right away. Right. It's going to take time. He won that never belt uh, and had a nice little beginning of the year, but then lost to Tai Chi and went on that little ride. Now he's in the G1, but he's losing a bunch of matches. So it's it's about the long term story. How how's it going to take? Uh, what's it going to take for for Will Ospreay to finally beat Okada, who he's had three or four matches against, but just can never get it done? But when he finally does get it get, get it done, it's going to be like, oh my god, he finally fucking did it! So <laughs> drop the balloons. Yeah, exactly. So that's a story they're telling. Getting back to give the- him his theme song back. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing on that, and I don't know this for sure, but I think what the theme song thing is. Because he still has the same theme song. Uh, because the New Japan uh, or the G1 Climax is being covered by uh, TV Samurai in Japan, I think that's the issue. It's not necessarily New Japan I World. I think the band wanted more money, too. Is that is that I hadn't heard that? Because so. it is being like used more out there, so like, well, fuck him, we should get more money. And I think New Japan was like, nah. Huh? I hadn't heard that, so that, I guess that's a possibility. Yeah, I think it's a two sided thing. It's like I get both sides of it. Which is such a petty little thing of someone's entrance music, but that's big. Yeah, you know? I mean, if yeah, I mean, I mean, the band has every right to to want something right. more for their for their music, unless they had unless they signed a contract, right? Exactly. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Interesting to see because even though it's the music itself isn't like anything, it's not like I'm going to put on Will Ospreay's theme song and listen to it, but. I associate it with him, and I think it fits him really well. So I, I do miss hearing it. It's um, actually a good running song. There you go. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Uh, I love the Zack Sabre story because he was so dominant in tournaments past, and this this fucking year he can't get a win. I got a hot take. Hot take's coming up. Ooh, hot take. I'm sure nobody's had this hot take. Probably everybody's had this hot take. I think the reason Zack Sabre Jr. ain't winning in this tournament is because he doesn't have Takamichinoku out there as his hype man. Yeah, uh, that so, sucked. So that's probably why. But yeah, I'm loving Sabre's fucking... Sabre's great. He's fucking losing. He gets to the back and he's like, ah, so of course I can't win this tournament. Fucking British politics are in fucking... I'm so pissed off about that. <laughs> so he's got all these fucking bullshit excuses, excuses and stuff. It's so fun. Uh, <laughs> just loving it. Uh, we talked about Moxley and fucking and uh, and Umino. That's that's just been great. What I love most about Moxley, and it really kind of hit me in uh, what was his last match? Not the Yano one, but uh, fuck Naito. The match with Naito, yeah. which was a huge surprise when he beat Naito to stay fuck undefeated, yeah. because everybody was saying, "Well, this is the match where Naito has to win because Naito's probably going to the finals." And let's face facts, Moxley's not going to the finals, so might not. Everybody had Naito winning the match. It was the it was the Russo shocker of the century when uh, when, uh, uh, when he loves the GI climax. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> yes, when Moxley uh, got the got the win there. But one thing I noticed. Uh, or that really hit me in this match is that Moxley has this vibe to him in his matches. About it's something different. It's almost like remember when Brock Lesnar first came back to WWE and it was just like, ooh, this is guy's different. This is fucking dangerous. This is fucking. This is violent. And I'm getting that same fucking 
Brock Lesnar vibe from fucking Dean or from John Moxley now, <laughs> and I'm loving it. And the fucking promos, he, the perfect mixture of he knows when to fucking turn it on and get serious, but he, he Shooter humbles him a little bit, brings him back to reality. It's like his teddy bear almost. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, he, mixing it up and, and being a bit goofy with 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 Shooter is fucking awesome too. So having uh, fun is what he's doing. And yes. He goes in the ring, loses his fucking mind, and then he's like, "Oh, hey, Shooter, what's up? Come on, buddy, put your arm over my shoulder. Let's go." Like I, it's great. Yeah, uh, let's see. I'm loving the fuck. I'm loving the Tanahashi thing because it's the opposite of last year. Last year he had a couple of early losses, had the big comeback. This year it just feels like, uh, the, the finally the the the, the 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 what is it? The bloom is off the rose. Whatever it is, the Tanahashi is just having a down tournament. He's had a couple of of interesting late wins. He beat uh, beat Sonata. And Lance Archer was a big one. Fucking Ooh, Archer's tournament. Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> that opening, I, get, I got to see his opening match when he returned, and I'm just like, what the fuck, what's he doing in the... I wasn't expecting him, <laughs> honestly. I'm just like, Lance fucking Archer? And then he just tears it up. He's a big star. He's 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 New Japan's newest big monster guy. Mm-hmm. And he's fuck. oh my God, in the match with Okada... So he he does like the Undertaker walk uh, walking the ropes thing mm-hmm. or whatever old school or whatever. Except in the match with Okada, he does the thing where he walks to the middle of the rope and then just instead of just coming off with like a dumb forearm forearm smash, he does a goddamn standing moonsault off the top rope. Oh, shit. <laughs> fucking six nine three hundred pound dude fucking doing a moonsault off, uh, <laughs> off yeah. of old school. It was fucking amazing. Uh, so yeah, Archer, uh, such a great improvement over like a guy like Fale, who's I like I like Fale for what he. He is he's the fucking rogue general coming he's, out. He's the fucking cement roadblock. You got to move. Right, good right. luck. <laughs> but Archer, yeah, he's another a different style of big man. Exactly. And especially coming off with that athletic shit, you knowing and knowing when to fucking do saving it for like the Okada match. You know, yeah. the fucking brilliant there. Well, I think the opening match was him and Offspray too, and I'm just like, oh, so yep. Offspray's got a easy win here. Well, and, nope. But and, and, and that ties into the storytelling too, because Osprey beat him in the New Japan Cup earlier in the year. Right. So and, and, and so that that uh, that's you know Archer, you know re, uh, regaining his win in uh, in that situation. Who else are we talk? Evil and Sonata. It's kind of been a kind of been a repeat thing for me. Like. I think Sonata is gaining some momentum in Japan, but for me, I'm just not seeing it yet. I still like Evil better than uh, than Sonata. Mm. So I don't know. I, I, I know you guys haven't seen as as much as me, but kind of where are you at on those guys? I mean, I'm over Evil. Really? <laughs> like, okay. I mean, Everything. not not his <laughs> not his not his wrestling because again, he can put on good matches. I've seen him versus Okada put on a hell of a match. <laughs> He changes things up a lot, so it's like it's been nice. But like, dude, the sigh, just like, just let it go a little bit. Like, I'm perfectly okay with the everything evil. Like, but like, it's just, it's still, it's just a giant toy. It never looks any. (laughs) It doesn't look realistic at all until he comes out with a real one. It's not going to look real. And just and watching Sonata's matches, it's like I love his matches, but again. I just don't feel like there's a lot there personality wise. Like he doesn't give yep. a lot, even even facial emotions. He looks dead in the eyes most of the time. Yeah, his his I, one thing that really stood out to me in one of his last matches, his his selling doesn't draw me in, and sometimes he outright forgets to sell. Like he took a bump for something and just laid there dead for a minute, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, I should sell." And he goes, "Ah, 
and then he starts trying to <laughs> and then and then I'm waiting for like the fiery post match promo where he you know does something to fire up or whatever and it's, he just goes back there and it's like ah, whatever that was and then fucking walk. tranquilo like a motherfucker too tranquilo uh, but but I dig evil um I, yeah but yeah you're right it's it's not main event. Uh, They're where there should be. To he's me. fun, you know, for what it is. And he's a guy that can be in a main event, but he's never going to be a player at that level unless you know he changes it up. But maybe he's cool, just being you know a tag team guy and doing his thing, being you know number two, number three in Lij and whatever. So you know, good for him. Um, that's pretty maybe much. Maybe he wants to bring that shit to NXT because I got a sidebar real quick and Kushida in NXT is fucking Holy killing shit. it right now. With yeah, Drew I Gulak, love what man. they're fucking doing with them. Like even Mauro Ronaldo said, there's a, there's a line of guys out the fucking door to face him, and it's like that's the Kushida story you need to be telling over there. So it's like I'm glad uh, that 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 cat's finding a way over there. That and you had to bring that up. <clears throat> I just go straight to Drew Gulak because he had the first he got beat by a pin, then he had a submission match with him that he lost. But like Drew Gulak is on a fucking tear now of yeah, just great matches. He's almost he really he's on a show almost every week, well, whether Shane it be Strickland, NXT, dude. WWE two or two hundred five live. Like he's everywhere, and I'm loving it. I gotta get on. I gotta get on my Drew Gulak. I'm behind on uh, all things NXT and two hundred five. And every time I hear about two hundred five, it's fucking great. He's hot, yep. Buddy, Buddy Murphy, fucking Oni Lorcan's got like a championship match coming up or something. So. Yeah, he's been t- he's been having a fun fun on two hundred five live and we, NXT. We got we we're gonna have that hot Oni Lorcan and uh, who's Team the, One Two. Who's the champ on? Yeah. Who's the champ on 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 two hundred five? Uh, Gulak. Gulak. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. So Gulak and Lorkin from that seven-hour uh, SummerSlam show. Let's do it. It's amazing. <laughs> so. And we just had Gulak and Riddle, too. Like, that shit was tight. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, we're pretty much out of time. The bell's about to ring. Damn. Oh, we got two minutes we left. We got two oh, minutes. Shit. So we got, because we, yeah, we, I get, that's right, because I didn't start the timer right away. So, <laughs> well, we might as well get into the, to the Kojima tweet here. We got to, well, hell yeah. Now it's time for the Satoshi Kojima tweet of the week. Wow, cleaned up. <laughs> so I had to, I, I was looking for Kojima tweets earlier in the show. I'm going to have to tweet at this motherfucker because he's had like two English tweets in the last two months or three months. He, he's he been taking it late, late, almost as lazy as us when it, Ooh, <laughs> when it comes that's to. That's quite true. So now that we're back into the, maybe he was waiting for us. Yeah, he's saying all the good ones. So there was one that was just kind of meh. It was something about ice cream. I, I kept scrolling and Ooh, scrolling like and scrolling. Finally, I found something from June 20th. This <laughs> <laughs> this was before the G1. This was before the Dallas show. Uh, but uh, he finally tweeted a good one. Uh, and here it is. Good morning, Bread Club. I will leave Tokyo and fight in various cities. This is my job. Of course, I also eat bread, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. So, but yeah, I'm going to. There is one other. If we come back next week, uh, there is one other Kojima tweet, but maybe he'll maybe he'll pick up the pace a bit, a bit. But if he doesn't, I'm tweeting at that motherfucker and being like, hey, man, what's up with the English tweets? English Let's, bread tweets. We got to get them. We got to get them. Thing, All uh, we ask of them you. things going. I'll send you bread. Minnesota wild, wild rice bread. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as uh, social media goes, you can follow this show at SMTLP. 
Podcast, I think, or at My Liver Podcast <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, you can also follow me at Tommy Stryker on Twitter, spell Stryker with a Y. Uh, I'll put all the links to social media in the description as well. Taco, where can people find you? Ooh. 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 We're at Rude. Fucking rude. All right, red shoes. It. End no, of show. No, end of show. No, you, you can go. It's fine. H G R E V Taco. And you can follow me, Joe, at Joe SMTLP. That's at Joe 60 Minute Time Limit Podcast. There you go. Follow us. You should have cut the show right when I said it. I probably should have. Fuck it. We'll just hard, hard. It's a hard <laughs> shut. Hard stop. Hard no. We're cutting it off right You're here. You're cut. You're done. That's it. That's all you get. You, start, you started two minutes early. You didn't ring the bell right away. You're done. Get Wasting the fuck time. Out of here. Fucking overtime. We're done, Damn right? It. All right, get the fuck out of here. Sudden death. <laughs>